Being a Better Man, Episode 41, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hungry. All right, guys, welcome to Wednesday. Welcome to Storytime with Alf. Storytime is where I tell a true story from my strange and interesting life. The purpose of the story is not just to entertain you, but also to share with you the lesson or lessons I learned from that story. They might even cause you to reevaluate parts of your life and help you get lessons that you never knew were there. With that being said, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Today's episode of Being a Better Man is brought to you by The Mentoring Program. Personal, customized, one-on-one coaching and mentoring about anything that has to do with being a man. Offered exclusively at beingabettermanpodcast.com. Look for mentoring in the menu or click the link in the show notes of this episode. All right, here we go. We have all done things that we're not proud of, things we would rather not talk about. This is one of those stories about one of my less-than-shining moments. I was around 24 years old. I was a grown man with three children, facts which completely stripped me of any excuses whatsoever. Before I get into the story, I'll go back a few years. You see, I was born with an abnormal appetite, Kind of like a birth defect in a way. Even as a baby, my mom had to feed me every half hour. Luckily, I was also born with a crazy high metabolism. The bottom line was, I could eat more than any person I had ever met. I had a huge caloric requirement that really blossomed when I was around 14 and didn't start to slow down until my late 20s. To give you an idea of what I'm talking about, at a 4th of July picnic, I am reported to have eaten 22 chickens over a 5-hour time span. Not pieces of chicken, whole chickens. I was also banned from several all-you-can-eat establishments. I embarrassed my parents on countless occasions by asking strangers if I could eat their food if it looked like they weren't going to. Luckily, we lived on a farm, and my parents were able to feed me with the plants and animals that we grew. I would forget that we ate dinner and ask my mother what was for dinner as she was washing the plates we just ate off of. For breakfast, I would frequently eat a dozen eggs, a half pound of bacon, and a loaf of bread. I ate constantly, and I never got full. When I left home for the army... My parents suddenly had more money just laying around. My mom got a new washing machine. My dad got a motorcycle just because they didn't have to feed me anymore. When I was in the Army, I was starving all the time. I would volunteer for kitchen duty just so I could eat more food. I would bring a high-powered air rifle with me when we went out on field exercises, and I would shoot anything that moved, and then I would eat it. I ate six robins one day. I ate an armadillo on another day. It was a constant challenge for me to get enough calories. When we were not out in the field, I had to eat at the mess hall. 
but they would only serve me one meal. So I would try to hit as many different mess halls as I could during mealtimes. Sometimes if I ate fast, I could make it to three different mess halls. My appetite didn't slow down when I left the Army after five years. One day I ate six Big Macs on the way to work. I would routinely order two dinners just for myself at restaurants. It was expensive and bothersome and embarrassing. And now here I was, 24 years old, married with three kids, and my hunger was still causing me to behave in ways that were unfortunate. Now today it was my oldest daughter's birthday, and my family was giving her a little party at my mom's house. They were waiting until I got home from work. I was working in construction at the time, and it was a hot day in June, and when I came home I was ravenous, as I usually was when I got home. I walked in the house, and there were hot dogs, chips, and birthday cake. The first thing I did was silently count the number of hot dogs. Then I counted the number of people. It was going to be close. I could feel a bit of hunger panic start to rise up inside of me. Then there was a knock at the open front door of my mother's house. The little neighbor girl from down the street had seen all the extra cars and stopped by just to see what was going on. She was around seven years old. In her usual neighborly fashion, my mother told her about the birthday party and welcomed her in, and then she told her to help herself and have a hot dog. My hunger panic exploded when I heard her say that. I jumped up, I looked at the little girl, and I said, No! There's not enough! It probably sounded more like, No! There's not enough. All activity stopped. All movement ceased. It instantly became absolutely quiet, and everything seemed to be moving in slow motion. The tiny little girl was staring up at me as if she might start crying. I looked around, and everyone else was staring at me as though I had suddenly transformed into some hideous beast, which I suppose I had. I instantly realized what I had done, but I didn't know how to fix it, so I just stood there. My mother finally spoke and told me in a low, guttural monotone how ashamed of myself I should be, and I was. Then she told the little girl to never mind him and took her in the house and got her some food. I really was ashamed. I was acting like an animal in front of my own children. In that moment, it seemed like everybody hated me. Everybody was embarrassed and ashamed of me. I told the little girl I was sorry, then I just went outside. This was a defining moment for me. I still remember it quite well, and unfortunately, so does everyone else. It comes up every now and then, and people will talk about their memory of it, so I wouldn't be able to forget it even if I could. As I said at the beginning, it's a story I'm not proud of. But hey, it happened. It's a part of who I am, and it is my obligation to learn from it and get something out of it that is good. So what did I get out of it? My hunger had been embarrassing up to that point, but it had never made me treat anyone badly. It had never made me mean. In the first hours that followed the incident... I tried to blame the hunger itself, as though a physical sensation could be responsible for my behavior, 
as though the hunger had an agenda, a will of its own. Eventually, I came to understand that the hunger itself was neither good or bad. It just was. With that came the understanding that it was my lack of control, my inattention, my lack of awareness of everyone around me. It was my own self-centered need and my inability to overcome it that led me to treating that little girl badly. I had to face the fact that in that moment, I was not a good man. I was a bad son, a bad father, and a horrible neighbor. It was a tough pill to swallow all at once, but I did. I changed a little bit that day for the better. I became more aware of myself and my responsibilities as a man. I never treated anyone else like that, not even when I was hungry. I have been grouchy when I'm hungry, but I never treated anybody like that. It's no fun, but sometimes it takes something like that to break us out of old ways of being so that we can become better. But it doesn't work unless we're willing to really see the ugly side of ourselves and accept it for what it is, because only then can we begin to correct it. Everyone has done something like this, something they are not proud of. But a lot of times, rather than see the ugliness, people just glaze it over so they don't have to face it. Then they learn nothing from it. It becomes a wasted lesson that they are likely to repeat. Now, I challenge you to go back in your mind to those moments in your life that you're not proud of. Evaluate those experiences and see if you learned the lesson or if you glazed it over. It's never too late to make amends, and it's never too late to learn those lessons. That's it for today, guys. Now, go out there and be accountable. Learn the lessons and be a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out.